What's going on, man? I believe there's a big game this weekend, my friend. Uh, Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl 57 varieties, isn't it? It is. Heinz, Heinz Ketchup Bowl. Yeah, the Heinz Ketchup Bowl. Shit. Well, do they still have the green ketchup? Because I ain't using no fucking red ketchup this weekend. No, no, exactly. I think they do, don't they? I don't know. I mean, not that um, I use ketchup anyway, but... I'll find food dye. Yeah. I mean, I've the problem is I bought a red fucking car, so... That's right, Phillies, you know, no big deal. Yeah, well, I'll just have to walk. Yeah. I did turn... I turned the lights inside green. Oh, there you go. I like so, it. I, I normally go. keep them purple, but I, I turned them green, you know, try to offset the red. Yeah, right I like it. It just looks like fucking Santa Claus's car. <laughs> It's Christmas. It's Christmas every day. Yeah. Oh, that's why I shaved uh, my head. Because if I had long hair and it was white too, then you know, Chris it would definitely look like a thing. Yeah, uh, doing another episode of Steve Jelts Appreciation Society here. Uh, all things sports related. We try to focus on Philadelphia sports, but we, uh, you know, we, we're just sports fans in general, so we dive into all sorts of stuff here. Um, we got kind of a smorgasbord of stuff here, though, man. Um, but I guess, you know, we, we, we definitely will have to talk about Super Bowl. Uh, and I think that should be our kind of cherry on top, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the dessert. Um, but we've got some, uh, appetizers in the sense of a couple games, um, that, uh, are coming out or recently released. Uh, we want to talk about some MLB, um, expansion or realignment stuff. Um, and maybe a couple, hit a couple of other topics. Um, do you want to do the games up front on this one? Let's do the games first. Okay. And, um, and then I'm gonna then I'm gonna get angry, and then we'll go into the uh, then we'll go into the baseball, and then we'll finish off with some some good soul cleansing Super Bowl talk. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. So two games were uh, recently uh, released and announced here. Um, so let me do the one that was recently released. Uh, because, and I say recently, as of yesterday, <laughs> we're recording yeah. this on February the 9th. And so we got a release of uh, Power Pros for the Switch, um, which is more stylized off of the upcoming World Baseball Classic. Um, it retails on the Switch store. It's download only at 99 cents. It's really geared for online play. You can play, um, um, you know, offline, but... Uh, the, the whole experience is really tailored for online play. So you, you play in a championship mode. They set you in these like three inning games. Um, you can customize your team, which is kind of cool. Uh, I have not seen or figured out a way to customize players. Um, don't know if that's a thing, but you can do your team name, your jersey colors, your, you know, all that stuff. Uh, you unlock things as you you know, win games or tie games or whatever. Uh, it is very basic. It feels very Power Pros-ish, obviously, but it doesn't feel complete like the Wii games do uh, or were uh, because it's... Um, I mean, it's 99 best, cents, so... Right, exactly. What are you really getting? It, right, the best way I can say is you're getting a Power Pros mobile experience on the Switch. Okay. So... I See now my 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 excitement is tempered. I was thinking maybe they kind of just ported a reskinned version of Power Pros 2008. No, no. And uh, character modeling looks the same. Uh, they've added some goofiness. Like uh, it is kind of fun to play in the sense of you know uh, every once in a while you, you'll be up to bat and your character looks like Frankenstein. So they've done some different things like that, okay. and 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 that's fun. And you can unlock certain things. Like I've somehow I've I've you know played a handful of games now, and I've unlocked customized roster edits from this. I don't know particular user. I don't know if they're like a power user or whoever they are. I'll be honest, I've not checked it out. Um, all the teams are aligned to a country. Like I said, stylized off World Baseball Classic. Um, you know, I picked Team USA and then immediately changed them to the Phillies and was hoping that I could edit team names um, or, excuse me, player names, but that either is non-existent or that'll be an unlockable feature. I, you know, I don't know. 
Um, it online play is fun. It's short, like I said, three inning games. Um, it, there is no extra innings, so if it's zero zero after three, that's it. It's tied. <laughs> okay. Um, man, that, I've got feelings about this now. Yeah. I, and- uh, and I have not played enough of the offline stuff. I was just more intrigued by the online play. Uh, okay. Just be, you know, uh, but I will say this: the offline play options are limited, so that's why I didn't really dive into playing a nine inning game. And you know, the, the, the immediately when I found that I couldn't edit my player names, I was like, "Well, I'll just play online." That's that's basically where I was at with it. So yeah, I'm. I, I'll have to. Obviously, you know, I. I didn't pay for it. It was I had like two dollars and change in in cre- eShop credit from buying other games. Right. Um, so look, it's ninety nine cents. Let's not kid yeah. ourselves here. I I have played a lot worse games for a lot more money. Yeah, and it and it's still fun, but it, it doesn't have the. I think the the nostalgic part of me was really hoping for the same thing that you said. I was hoping for just an updated version of the ones that we got for the week. Even if if it wasn't just like at least the ability to name your players. I mean, we've been able to name our players since baseball stars. Right. And so not having that ability to create a team and name the players. It just, I don't know. I guess maybe it's the logistics of taking them online and stuff like that. And, you have to worry about people, you know, putting in content filters and stuff, so you don't have like, like, dick face and ass right and shit like that for the name. Right, and and I will say this: even just editing your editing your uh, team names, um, and and there, <clears throat> excuse me, there is a, a spot on there where there's like player blanks. That very well may be where you can create the players. I just have not dug that far down. That said, though, there are a litany of screens that you see when you play online basically saying, like, that exact thing. You know, it's just screen after screen of, you know, naming conventions and whatever. So, like I said, look, it came out yesterday. I have not played hours and hours of it. I've played three or four online games, was able to edit a team as far as colors and, you know, put the little PHI on the uniform and, like, those types of things. Um, which was cool, um, and and it still had that really, you know, the. It's funny. I suggest playing it because part of it will feel nostalgic, and then that part kind of stops because it doesn't have that deep dive like you once had. Right. You know, it's like surface level nostalgia. Okay. So I mean, and yeah. I, look, I've played it on the DS, which was which was fairly bare bones. You know, you could do it. You could do a playoffs, and but you could even, but at least on the DS, you could edit your your team, you know, your player names and your team and all that stuff. Um, I played it on my iPhone, which it's been so long I don't remember how good it was. I know like it was bare bones. It was a cell phone game, um, and obviously played it on the PS2 and and on the Switch. So, and I even. I feel like I played it on the N64, like an untranslated Japanese one that I got from Blockbuster. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'll give it a shot. I bought it. Uh, yeah, look, it's it's a it's a buck. I mean, have at it. Um, right. So yeah, let's jump into the other game. Uh, you you sent this uh, link here uh, in the last couple of days to me. Um, this is cool, man. Go for it. Maximum football. Yeah, so maximum football. When it originally came out. Uh, which I believe it was the 360. Um, it was Doug Flutie Maximum Football. It was just like a like a generic football game. It kind of sucked. Um, they've done away with all of the mark or not the marketing, but the the advertising, any kind of ties, anything like that. And they're re-releasing it as a free-to-play game for the new con. Well, Xbox One, PS4, Xbox Series. X and S and PS5. And I think Steam, if I remember correctly. Um, and what it's going to do is it's going to be free to play. It's going to be, it's not going to have, they said they're not going to microtransaction you to death. But 
there are going to be in-game advertisements and stuff. So mm-hmm. they said they're going to sell like ad space. And one of the interesting things they said is the presentation, they may actually put commercials, like commercial breaks in it, as if you're doing an actual football, like watching an actual football game, hmm. which is which will be interesting. Um, I don't like the idea, but it's free to play. So they got to make their money somehow. And right. I, exactly. I completely understand it. Um and nobody's twisting my iron to play it, you know. But it's it'll be nice to have an an additional football game to play, even if it's not officially licensed. Just something else to play aside from Madden. Now we are getting college football back; that's fantastic. But that's a few years down the line. Um, this, I believe, is coming out this fall, and um, it, it just it looks like you're going to be able to completely create your team, create your league, create, like, it looks like it's just a creative dream where you can do whatever you want. And they're going to, unlo- you're going to be able to unlock stuff as you play. Um, it just, it looks super, super interesting. I want to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm typically a person that'll buy one or two, um, versions of a sports game per console generation and then that'll be it uh like when when i was on ps3 i bought nhl 13 and that was the only nhl game that i bought for ps3 when i was on uh for um you know for well obviously i hadn't bought a football game really like i'd played some of the other games some of the maddens that had come out but the last I think the last Madden game that I spent any kind of real time with was like 08 for the PS2, I want to say, because I, or maybe it was 07, because I was playing it on my PSP as well. Right. And I was going back and forth. Um, the, and then obviously I've been playing 2K5 forever. I did buy Madden this year because it was, you know, because, you know, Madden passed and I wanted to buy the one that had him on the cover. You know, I wanted to, I don't know. I, it's silly, but it felt like kind of like paying tribute to him. Um, yeah. And, you, and and honestly, it is good to at least give it a shot every so often too. You yeah. know? And so I've, you know, I've got, I've got it. I enjoy it. It's, is it the best football game I've ever played now? No. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, you brought you obviously, you know, you know, I think we have, we all well know your, fandom of 2k5 and the article that you shared I, I i need to read this and i know you've read it but i, I think just to kind of paint the picture here um but the uh, development director of, of maximum football his name is a uh, by the name of uh, micah brown and um said that brown and his team have looked at a variety of games from the long history of american football sims for inspiration naming some of the best received titles in the genre tecmo bowl 2k4 2k5 mad no 4 through 08 and backbreaker are all titles the team have loved playing and I skip a couple sentences here, but, and here you go. I remember in back in the day when I played 2K5, the controls were tight and it really made me feel like I was in control of the game. And uh, it goes on to say that that's how we are building maximum football. So I knew, I saw that line was like, oh, dude, you're, I know that you're hooked on this. Yeah. And and, and I was too, just hearing all the rest of those games because it's exactly right. You right. know, I was big into, obviously, you know, I don't know if he's paraphrasing or saying certain things. I know people, We'll go back and forth that you know Tecmo Bowl or Tecmo Super Bowl. I, I don't know why. Um, I will always say Super Bowl on that one. Um, but then he mentions Madden 04, whereas I played a ton of NCAA back then, which is essentially the same game. I, you know, I'm not it, we're you know I'm sure I'm sure we could get into well, certain things that are. I I will say, I never got into a Madden on the 360. But I played this shit out of NCAA 2008. Right, and, I, and a lot of people did too. I played a lot um, of the early uh, NCAA games, so basically anything 03, 04, 05. So I know exactly the error that he's talking about. Yeah, um, and I did too. I played. I probably played up to that point, but that's you know I kind of transitioned off into. It was like that was a time when I was like really starting my career, so I basically fell off the map on playing much of anything. Well, and, um, and it's funny too that he mentions the 05. So 
or yeah, what he what he he loops says O five in that one. Yeah, O four through eight. Yeah, yeah. O five was the one that made me re- that I traded it. I bought it. I took it home and I played it, and I missed an extra point because the kicking was so fucking bad. And I re- I took it back and traded it in the same day I fucking bought it, and that was when I bought two K five. Right, and I never and I- looked back. And I think I think my uh, my take on this release is I hope it's really customizable. As they say, looks like there's going to be you know you can buy certain skins or uniforms or whatever. You know, I, the the thing that I I'm going to put this akin to is I'm hoping that this is the as retro bowl is to techno bowl, then this would be to two K five or those genre of football games. Um, you know, because obviously this is more in that line. It's not a techno type game at all. I mean, yeah, you could you could say that with some stats and maybe certain gameplay, but to me, the techno game stopped after about 1991. So <laughs> it's yeah. really hard. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's I've never. <laughs> really? So the only, I mean, I I've tried it. I'm not going to say I've, I've never tried a techno bowl game after. Sorry, I got to readjust my chair here. Um, never tried a Tecmo Bowl game for the Genesis or Super Nintendo. I just, for whatever reason, even though the controls weren't really that different, I could never get into them. Um, I felt like the controls were off. I just never, I never really was able to dig in and enjoy them. Um, the, it's funny, you know, we keep talking about it, but you sent me that, the the updated Tecmo Super Bowl for Christmas. I've been playing that. I've been playing Madden. I've been playing Fire Emblem. Like, that's it. That's all I'm playing right now. And, um, you know, you just, there's something to be said for the classics. I, will I eventually probably go back to 2K5? Yeah, I probably will. You know, I've, I abandoned a, uh, uh, um, franchise mode that I've been doing for fucking like five years now to, to try out the new Madden. And, uh, I kind of left it on the side. So I got to go pick it back up so I can continue my franchise. But, like it's, I don't know, man. It's there's something to be said for the classics. Yeah, exactly. So this is it looks to be fun. I'm uh, really hoping that there is a deep level of customization, um, just because it looks cool. Just some of the initial screens, um, you know, more how I'm accustomed to seeing things. You know, doesn't look like the in-your-face realism. So, right. And it's what's cool too is they said uh, one more one more note about it before we move on. They did say that uh, they're not doing the chain together animations. It's going to be, you know, it, it's not like you start an animation and then that animation has to finish because that's not how things happen in real life. Like it's going to be more physics based, for better or for worse. Um, and I don't mean physics based in like the goat simulator way it's going to be <laughs> like, like if you start a tackle but then somebody else hits you your the animation's going to be affected by that other person hitting it's not just going to be like oh well they just kind of hit you but stay there and it doesn't affect the the animation of the tackle or anything like that so i'm looking forward to that too yeah no i uh uh definitely intrigued by it and uh you know part of me is almost like you know, hey, why don't you just make this like ten bucks, twenty bucks? But who knows? I don't know what their uh, revenue, you know, scheme is. You know, in the background, that's I'm not the developer, right? Um, but part of me says, well, two K five is twenty bucks, so I'll just make this twenty bucks, and maybe uh, who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I I would buy a physical release for twenty bucks. Yeah, I would too. I'd do it so. for. I mean, look. It, what's the worst that happens? You get two. What was the one? Two uh, K All Stars or Two K All Pros or whatever the shit that one was for three sixty. That was where Two K Five tried to come back out with a with a game and it was god awful. Oh yeah, no, oh that's right. Yeah, um, it was like Two yeah. K All Pro Football or something. But I mean, yeah. and the problem was the football wasn't terrible. The problem was the the difficulty curve because of the way they designed the game where you could only buy like you, it it was basically you had so much money you could spend and then everybody else on your roster is just generic players. 
Mm. Well, if you wanted to be decent, you had to, you know, you, there was no way to really be good. Uh, you know, it, it, it was because you're either spending on a quarterback or running back, and then you don't have wide receivers, your line, or, and then you have no defense, or you're spending on defense, and then you have no offense. Like, there was no, it, it, it was too slanted. Um, right, right. You know, I'm, I'm learning that now with, uh, I, this is the first time I've really played retro ball, like on my phone. So I'm like in year four, I think of a franchise. And, uh, in the beginning of year three, I just got so disgusted with my quarterback that I traded him for a, like a round two draft pick and then realized that I had no money and I could not pick up a quarterback. So I went with a generic quarterback the rest of the season. Oh shit. Made the playoffs, won my first playoff game, and ba- almost won my divisional game too. Um, and I won the division; like it was crazy. Um, but then, like, I was able to draft a quarterback for year four, and uh, it's like, wow, this is a game changer. I can actually throw the football like more than ten yards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I completely, uh, completely get it. Um, all right, let's let's move over to uh, baseball. There was an interesting uh, tweet sent out. Um, wait, wait, wait. Got... before we get to before we get to baseball. Oh yes, yeah, sir. I'm sorry. I know you had a you had a beef here. I've got to spout off real quick. So I don't know if you've seen it because you're you know you're you're down there, and I and I know you you work during the day and you like when you're at your job, you actually have to pay attention. I can. I have to pay attention to my job too, but I have a little bit of leeway uh, with breaks and stuff where I can kind of look at different things. Have you seen these fucking? I'm gonna calm down so I don't give myself a heart attack. <laughs> have you seen these people who are just? I mean, obviously we know Chris Sims just absolutely refuses to give. Uh, Jalen Hurts any credit whatsoever. Oh, well, that's because it's Chris Sims. So, you know, he said, so he said that quarter playing quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles is the easiest job in the NFL. I did, I did hear that. Okay. He said that he's constantly shitting on Jalen Hurts. He said that anyone could coach the Philadelphia Eagles, that the team runs itself. And a fucking kicker of all fucking people. I can't remember his fucking name. The kicker for the for the um, fucking Niners. Oh, Robbie Gould? Yeah, Robbie Gould. Let's talk about this fucking clown. So the Niners have been shitting on the Eagles too. Saying how, oh, well, we would have beat them. It was, it's should have been, should be us in the Super Bowl. We, we, we got robbed, blah, 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 blah. Robbie Gould came out and said the Chiefs aren't going to have any problems in the Super Bowl as long as they make Jalen Hurts play quarterback. Yeah, it's just a dumb comment. What I, the fuck is wrong with these people? It's a, it's a, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't hear the Robbie Gould thing. I've heard the Chris Sims stuff. It's got to be nothing more than sheer jealousy. And the same thing goes with the Trent Dilfer about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers comments. Right. Oh, same, oh don't same even thing. fucking started on that piece of shit. Same thing. It's nothing but sheer jealousy. Um, you know, the look, I'm not saying that, you know, Jalen is, you know, the best quarterback that we've ever seen in an Eagles uniform in the NFL, whatever. I'm not saying that. Um, because honestly, for one, he's still young, he's still learning. He's, he's, look, but the guy is more than capable of, Winning the Super Bowl, um, I mean, I, I don't know where the hate comes from on that. Uh, he's, he's, he's a multi-faceted weapon, much like his counterpart on the Chiefs. You know, and Mahomes has had more success because only because he's been in league longer. Right. That's it. Exactly. You know, and um, look, I, I don't have any ill will toward any of the players on the Chiefs, really. I really don't. I think there's some really – you know, talented players there. Um, 
you know, I, but that would be that would be akin to me saying, "Oh, that Chris Jones guy, yeah, they're just gonna, you know, he's they're just gonna do not, you know, whatever. He's a nobody. Come on, be a little smarter than that." Like, dude, here's the thing: it's pure fucking, just, just. I, I don't want to say idiocy. I'm gonna say ignorance. Yeah, it's yeah willful fucking ignorance though because look i i was was i critical of the pick when we made it absolutely we had just signed carson wentz to this huge deal we were coming off a you know we were only a couple years removed from a super bowl where he had an mvp type season before he got hurt should have won the mvp but didn't because he got hurt that was fucking stupid but whatever jalen hurts is by the time he retires, going to go down in the record books as the best quarterback to ever lace him up for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, no, I and that is a hill I will die on. And I and and I've said this, you know, kind of brought this back up before, and you know, I've one of these days I'll go back and listen to it. Go back and and uh, if anyone is listening to this, you know, before we started this uh, offshoot sports episode or excuse me, sports series. Um, we did, uh, our Eagles previews on, in our main show. And I have made that comment on the 21 season. I said, I need to see a full season of what Hertz is capable of. I was in his corner before the season began and just really didn't honestly didn't want to see anyone else unless, you know, things, you know, went the wrong way. Uh, I just need to see a full season of him, and um, man, fast forward a couple of years, and look where we're at. <laughs> look, and let's let's do this, okay? So, if so, he played in fourteen games, or I'm sorry, um, fourteen games, regular season, regular season. Yeah, yeah, because he was he was hurt for. Uh, there was how many games in their season? No, 17? He, he was he played 15 games, right? He played 15 games, yeah. Yeah, because he was, he was only out for two. Went he went 14 and one, yeah. Okay, yep, 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 yep. the two games he missed, had he played them, you gotta figure that he would have gotten the 299 yards that he would have needed to go over 4,000 yards passing, right? Because he finished with 3,701 yards passing. 22 touchdowns, six interceptions, and a quarterback rating of 101.5. Right. Okay. Now, his rushing stats, if we look at that, if it'll give me his fucking rushing stats here, that would be wonderful. He ran for 354 yards. Oh, sorry. 760 yards and 13 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean the guy was the guy was MVP. He, I mean seriously, he dude, if not the MVP, the immediate runner up. Right, it's right. him and Mahomes one and two pick them. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, and and, and we'll get into uh, uh, some Super Bowl chatter to kind of close us up here. But the the comments made by Chris Sims, Robbie Gould, um, and I know they're not unrelated to the Eagles, but Brian people like Ayuk, Trick, um, yeah, I made the. Dude, Christian McCaffrey, every single one of those fucking pieces of shit from the 49ers just sour grapes for losing the fucking game. You lost. You're losers. Yeah. You yeah. fucking lost. Well, and I think, uh, you know, the, <laughs> look, maybe stop having quarterbacks that are made out of glass. Right. It's you not know, we, Because we, we know how that goes. Carson Wentz is made out of glass. Exactly. Nobody fucking, when, when Carson Wentz got hurt, in 2017, during the season, nobody felt bit. Oh well, you know, we should let the Eagles. We should let the Eagles into the Super Bowl because because uh, their quarterback got hurt. And if they if if he wouldn't have gotten hurt, they'd have won. No, we fucking went out. And we won the games with our backup fucking quarterback. In 28 uh, 2018, Carson Wentz got hurt again. Nick Foles goes in and plays. You know what? Nobody fucking gave a shit then. 2019, when fucking Carson or Carson Wentz. Gets into the playoffs, and then he gets hurt in the first game. On, on in the first game on a dirty fucking hit 
that goes unflagged, gets a concussion out of the game. Josh McCown comes in, who's 200,000 years old, <laughs> tears the fucking groin off the fucking bone, and stays in the game. And we still almost beat the fucking Seahawks. Mm -hmm. Nobody gave us pity points for that. They're like, no. oh, the Eagles lost to the Seahawks. The Seahawks were the better team. No, Every I've... single fucking team deals with injuries. It fucking happens, especially at the quarterback position. To go in there, you're on your fourth fucking string quarterback. You didn't put a third or another quarterback on your fucking de game day roster. That's on your fucking coach. Mm -hmm. yes, Especially you know whenever you've already you've already dealt with injuries to look, I, I I'm not gonna sit here and you know disparage or you know play with a little crystal ball here, but look, you lost Trey Lance, you lost Garoppolo. Um, in that, you know, game against uh, the Eagles, uh, you lost Purdy, um, you lost Johnson. Purdy came back, but then Purdy wasn't really a quarterback. He was just like a chess pawn at that point. Uh, you know, maybe the problem is your offensive line. I don't know. <laughs> like, And then maybe <laughs> and, and this is just a thought. Maybe you don't block the guy that's been causing havoc in everyone's fucking backfield all fucking season long with a tight end. Maybe George Kittle, who was a great receiving tight end, doesn't remain as the only blocker for the guy that's disrupting every fucking team's playbook. Exactly. I was about to say the same thing. It's like you have, and I love George Kittle. I really do. I, I think he's a fantastic football player, but the guy's a, Receiver. I mean, he's not really. I don't know. All right, so we'll uh, we'll do fuck some. Fuck Nick Bosa and Joey Bosa. While I'm... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. If there's a whole lot running on going on upstairs in either of those guys, but yeah. Oh, and one more thing, because I got to get this off my chest. Everybody bitching about, and they're all still bitching about that play that with uh, Devontae Smith, where it was ruled a catch. He got up, fucking motioned so everyone in the goddamn stadium could fucking see it like he was smacking coconut halves together like he's in fucking Monty Python. <laughs> Goes, gets everybody up to the up to the line of scrimmage and they run a play before it can be reviewed to show that he didn't actually catch the ball. That's not his fucking fault. That's not the Eagles' fucking fault. That's not even the referee's fault. No, and, and, and how many other times does that happen? Right. Happens all the time. But that's at that point, that's on your fucking coaching staff. Because if your coaching staff's not smart enough to call a timeout so they can wait and see, or even just throw the challenge flag based on the guy who was supposed to have caught the ball trying to rush everybody to the line of scrimmage, which hey, might mean that he didn't fucking catch it and he knows that. <laughs> Maybe if your fucking coaching staff was smart enough. So throw the flag or call the timeout to see the view, you would have fucking had that taken back and you wouldn't have that to cry about. But you didn't because your coaching staff isn't fucking smart enough. They don't have enough fucking brains in their fucking head. And the uh look, and uh, I always go back to I just look at the look at the final score. Look, it was 31 to 7. Right. You know what I mean? Like it that to me, that play is basically moot unless it's a one score game. Right. Exactly. I mean that's you you and they and they're blaming the refs too. You want to blame the refs? Well, how about maybe don't make the fucking penalties? How yeah. about that? Oh yeah, they were. I mean that second half started. That's all they were doing. Right, all they were doing. Um, not right. clean. Let's up do some play. Let's do some. Uh, let's do some few minutes or a little bit of time with um, um, some MLB expansion realignment talk. There was an interesting tweet that was put out by Jim. Bowden, Bowden. I'm sorry if I mispronounced his last name. Um, and and I've I've actually kind of followed him quite a bit over the years with different baseball related things. But he alluded to um, realignment of uh, the baseball divisions and talking about a couple of expansion teams. And a lot of this, I you know, to me, you know, this is a, a more of a look where there's smoke, there's fire type thing. Um, there, there has been talk of expansion for quite some time. Um, I know that there are 
um, a handful of cities that are kind of in that you know final phase of getting ready to announce expansion teams. Um, and so his take was um, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, and uh, Nashville, Tennessee for expansion teams. And, you know, quite honestly, both cities make sense. Uh, both, uh, Nashville's, you know, growing exponentially. It's, it's it, I mean, I'm very close to Nashville. It's just blown up in the last 20 years. It's, it's huge. Um, and I'm sure, like, you've seen that down, you know, close to where you're at down there. Uh, just, just, you know, the area's just growing like crazy. Um, Charlotte, I, I assume is the same way. I, I don't know Charlotte that well. Um, the funny thing is our local airport only flies to Charlotte now. So, um, you know, but it's a hub, you know, it's kind of like your hub in between Atlanta and whatever. Um, so, you know, both cities make sense. Um, I'm not saying the right choices. I'm just saying as far as a growth perspective, what's available in the area for industry, technology, you know, you know, raising a family, whatever. Right. It makes sense. Um, so uh, he goes through and, and names those two and then immediately throws out this realignment. And I'm not, you know, we, we, we don't have to necessarily get into, you know, everything about this. But the, um, the funny thing with his realignment is that he takes, and I'm only going to pull this one out just because of our, you know, love for the Philadelphia Phillies. But he makes a new National League East of four teams. The Philadelphia Phillies, the New York Mets, the Boston Red Sox, and the New York Yankees. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> in all of my so I did a I did some different realignments. You know, we did a little exercise where we picked other teams if we, you know, to just to see if we could figure out other teams that might come into it. Um, and we did our own uh, realignments and stuff. And every time I did it, it just, if we're going by regions, if we're going to realign as much as I fucking hate it, it makes so much goddamn sense because the amount of travel, if, if it's balanced where you're playing more of your division, mm -hmm. it's the travels ridiculous. Like it, it's, I don't think we travel more. We would travel more than what? Two hours by plane, if right. I'm... The um, the and a lot of this is all geographic, and I think you went down that road too. That's exactly what I did. I, I printed out the map or I took the map of where every team was, and I just went geographically who was the closest, and that's how I did all of the divisions, right? And 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 here's the thing, and I think that's exactly the point. I went through and out, out of just absolute, you know, uh, sheer curiosity. I pulled up the um, National League uh, West um, division of 1993. So, fancy to take a guess as to which teams were in the National League West in 1993? Uh, the let's see. And I and I'm saying this is kind of an almost a joke. Houston Astros. Okay. Are they in the West? They're yeah. west of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're west of the Mississippi. I'm going to say the Houston Astros. Okay. That's um, one. The Rockies were in the Central, right? No. So 1993, you still had an East and a West. Oh, it was just an East and a West. Okay. So, okay. So then it's the Astros, the Rockies. Um, Okay, so the Rockies make sense. They're in the West. Okay. Right. Uh, let's see. Your, your, your California teams, your Giants, your Dodgers, the your Giants, Padres. The Giants, right? Dodgers, Padres. I honestly, I was thinking, I was thinking there was a trick in there because I was trying to remember. I'm like, wait, was one of the California teams in the fucking East? But no, no. Um, no, but right. there's two. There's two other teams, and they're both tricks. Um, the Cardinals. No, no, no. They were in the East. Um, the Cincinnati Reds. I fucking almost said the fucking Reds. And the Atlanta Braves were in the National League West back then. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. How do I, not I remember that shit? I always that always sticks with me. And so 
whenever this comes up for geographic realignment, I'm always like, yeah, I remember when the National League uh, West had the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, so it makes perfect sense. I, I completely agree. The uh, The travel times would be a lot less. Um, he actually announced a um, AL East of like the Washington Nationals, Baltimore Orioles, Pittsburgh, and Toronto. And it makes Jesus. a lot of sense. So it looks like I pretty much copied, and I didn't. I didn't read his thing, but that's. But that's exactly. I have the NL East, the Phillies, Mets, Red Sox, Yankees, the AL East, the Nationals, Orioles, Pirates, Blue Jays. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what he has. Yep. And I think your um, your Central's the same: Cubs, White Sox, Cardinals, Brewers. Um, as far as the National League, the American League Central, Tigers, Twins, Guardians, and Reds. Yep, yep same thing. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, then he has a South Division. Okay. Of the, now, this is where, well, is this yours or his? So I have, for my National League South, I have the Braves, the Charlotte expansion team, which I've called the Cougars. Okay. The Tampa Bay Rays and the Miami Marlins. Yeah, I'm looking to see if that was the case here. Hold on a second. Let me let me look his up for you real quick. Yeah. Um. No. The uh, okay. So let's talk about that real quick while I while I find this. The uh, Charlotte, you 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 go Cougars, um, and it, it kind of ex expand on that. I know there's. I have the same reasons because I picked the same name. But yeah. So go go, go with it. Kind of went with the cat theme because you've got the Panthers the. Carolina Panthers, who are, you know, a Charlotte. They play in Charlotte. Um, and then they used to have the Charlotte Bobcats. Mm -hmm. And so I just stuck with that with that cat name. Uh, also, it'd be really funny to to have, like, for their cheerleaders to be all middle-aged. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that would be fucking funny. I found, um, yeah, his his original tweet had in the National League South Rays, Charlotte Marlins, Reds, Reds. Okay, so, so yeah, sorry, I was a little, little little different there, but close. Okay, Very so close. My, so who yeah. did he replace? You swapped the out the Reds with the Braves, basically. Okay, all right, and then I had for my American League South the Nashville Smash, the Kansas City Royals, the Texas Rangers, and the Houston Astros. So for his. Uh, what was uh you had okay you had uh oh you okay you called it a south that's why i was i was confused because he calls it a uh a mount mountain i guess i don't know See, i i hate I don't, and i don't know i get well because like he left it with the astros rangers rockies royals and, and the only one that makes sense with mountain on that is the rockies i don't understand the any of the other three in that yeah because the rest part doesn't make sense, black. but the but you had a lot of similar teams. Uh, I am curious, and I know I know why, but you know, uh, a Nashville Smash. What's your rationale there? So it kind of plays into the you know a little bit of synergy between their baseball team and their hockey team because they called Nashville Smashville with the Predators, and also kind of like the smash of the bat against the ball. Or ball against the bat. I don't know how the fuck you want to say it, but when you're mashing home runs, you're smashing the ball out of the park. So yeah. kind of, I hate. I typically hate names like that. Like I'm not a big fan of the Minnesota Wild, but in this case, I was really, I was really struggling for something that that made sense that would that would be a team name. Um, I like yours. Yeah, I went with their AAA team. They've had a AAA team for many years called the Sounds. It makes a lot of sense. Nashville home of country music. Um, it just uh, was one of those things where I, th I thought, well, okay, if you're going to have a major league team, steal the name of your AAA team that's been popular for a long time. It's pretty evident that once, if a major league team happened there, the AAA team would move right. and be named something else. That happens all the time. So that's kind of what I went with. Um, Charlotte, I, I, the Cougar thing makes perfect sense because ex of exactly the reasons you said, because you have the Bobcats, you have the Panthers. I uh, completely agree. I was trying to think of anything else. I was trying to think of something related to the Queen, the Queen City moniker. Um, and the only thing I could come up with is the Charlotte Flares, which is just so terrible. It's bad, but I could see it working, man. 
I mean, it's um, just, yeah, it's just, you know, you know, I don't know that MLB and WWE are ever going to get in bed together. So, <laughs> no, but Charlotte, never mind. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, so we we, uh, we had some other cities in mind though, because Charlotte and Nashville are not the only ones um, for one in discussion. Um, but you know, in our minds too, it's like you do have other cities out there that you know could obviously sustain a major team. And I'm not necessarily just talking about baseball. That's what we're talking about here. But I mean, I say that because you've had like the Green Bay Packers around for many many years, and you've you've had these other markets that have had professional teams. Um, I love the fact that you mentioned Portland, uh, and and I don't want to take that away from you because I I loved it so much. Have you ever watched the Kurt Russell documentary about the, the battered bastards of baseball? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It was awesome. Yes, yeah, so good. And if you you know kind of rewind to the 1970s, that market was hot for baseball. So I would that would be an awesome. I could see it. So go go with your Portland thing, man. I didn't mean to steal your thunder on your your other cities but no you're good man so i had uh i had the the portland explorers um and basically you know for no other reason than the oregon trail um I'd really <laughs> give that. and then i had the oklahoma city wranglers and apparently the oklahoma city used to have an afl team and they were called the wranglers um you know i kind of wanted to play into the storm kind of thing with with just like the Oklahoma City Thunder to have this mm-hmm. between the the basketball team and the baseball team, but uh, uh, the Orlando Storm I think was like an arena team or something like that, or or an or, or some kind of AFL team or some some football team. So I didn't want to use that, and I felt like the Tornadoes was a bit too on the nose. So I, you know, <laughs> I figured we'll go with we'll go with the Wranglers. I like it. Um, so now uh, Oklahoma City at one time, and I don't know about now, but I went to a Oklahoma City minor league baseball game when I was younger, much younger. Uh, and they had a team called the 89ers. That was their minor league team. It was an affiliate of the Rangers, I believe, if I remember correctly. To this day, it is still the best baseball game I've ever seen live as far as how it finished out. So, bottom of the ninth, you have nobody on base, and you have a 3-2 count with two outs, and swinging strike, but the ball goes beyond the catcher. Nice. Guess who reaches first base? Okay. Yes. And if memory serves me correctly, at the time, they were down by three runs. So guess what happens to the next two batters? They get on base. Guess what happens to the next guy? Home run? Grand slam wins the game. Nice. It was a, yep. They had they, they, they never could get the fourth out. <laughs> hey, man. That fourth one is the one that will get you. Um, but, yeah, no, so they had they had a minor league team. Um, I saw, so I saw Oklahoma City, and I, I yeah, I, I definitely get it there. Um the uh, uh, I like the Wranglers. Um, I went with, you know, after seeing the battered bastards of baseball, it's hard to, you know, not see Portland. Um, but I went with Las Vegas, and the only thing I could think of is the Gamblers, and only because you know it just works. I mean, it's Las Vegas, right? Um, I know that's been the name of several different. I think there's been like a rugby team there and maybe a soccer team. I don't know. That the that the team name has surely been used many times over. Then I would love to see kind of like a Cleveland Browns type thing. I want the Expos to come back. I don't know why. I think it's more of a nostalgia thing. No, I look, man, the the Expos to me uh, as much as I hated them for Philly's rival, you know, and I'm sure you did too. But the uniform, there's something about that uniform. It's an iconic uniform. Um, some players that you don't think about started their careers 
with the expo had a crazy amount of talent that came through that system randy johnson um Pedro uh, martinez vlad yeah uh and Larry then look walker. at Larry walker yeah and then look at some of your players that just were kind of your i'm not saying secondary but are, are obviously always like top of your head marquise grissom delano to shields um gary carter played for them tim Raines. yes you had absolutely just ridiculous talent that came through that system unfortunately their fan base did not think so so <laughs> right <laughs> subsequently um, moved to washington but yeah no i dude and and i god i would love to see that and if for no other reason that it would also make tom brady not the answer to another trivia question as well, who is the last athlete to, to right, exactly to by the fucking expos right and and well here's the thing too like obviously cleveland browns did it now i know that we're talking about different sports and different things here cleveland is a much more rabid passionate fan base um and obviously it you know we, that's another topic i think for another day and how that all fleshed out but um i don't know the expos just had pretty decent history with you know players and um like I said, more of a nostalgia thing for me. So I, I don't know. I'd, I would love to see him come back. The other thing too tells me, like, look, right now you have one team in Canada. You know, uh, if you don't put another one there, I'm not sure how much longer Toronto lasts. Yeah. You know, I don't know. No. So, um, I don't know. Uh, the other thing too, I, I do want to. Uh, Real quick on the the realignment stuff, um, I know you had a couple few different iterations there, um, but there have been talks about just bringing it back down to a couple of divisions per league, so eight teams per, and then leaving it at that. I'm sure the playoffs would be a you know top two of eight type thing. I'm yeah. assuming that's how it would flush out. I don't know. What do you think? I think, see, I would probably do top three of eight um, if we were to go that route. Just because you look at the expanded playoffs this year with the Phillies. Mm -hmm. the if, the, if the playoffs aren't expanded, Phillies aren't in it this year. Right. And the Braves aren't in it the year before. And those are your last two National League representatives from the playoffs. So I think you, from an advertising standpoint, from a from a money making standpoint, I don't think you'll ever see it the playoff field reduced. What I would like to see almost is top two, and then the next two best records. Okay. So, or even if they do, or um, excuse me, the top two from each division and then the next two best records. Right, yeah, I got you. Or even just the winner of each division and then you go with the next four best. I don't know. I don't know what the best way to do that is. Um, Maybe we should throw some fantasy rules in there like most runs scored. <laughs> hey. I mean, that's... What moves the needle? Mm -hmm. Offense. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm I, I kind of poke fun, but you know, you 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 watch at some point. There's going to be a professional sport in our lifetime that does something like that. Oh yeah, because Dude, you know. the XFL. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the XFL does it. Yeah. I I no, I don't think they'll get to that point, but um, but I could see it, it, Arena is talking about coming back. Arena football. And I yeah, football doing something. and I'm ex I'm excited for that because I tell you what, as as far as watch and and I'll be honest with you, that's something I think that's a topic for another another time. But as far as watching anything that wasn't one of the big four sports, um, that is super exciting all the time. Yeah, uh, it's just fun to watch. It's it's ridiculous, you know. It's so fast paced. The score is like NBA basically. I mean, you're you're talking like you, you're you're getting close to like, you know, seventy five to sixty. You know what I mean, score wise, because the, the field's shorter. It's 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 a, it's a different pace. 
Um, but it's fun, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's good. But, uh, and speaking of football, man, I mean, we need some other options because, you know, it's, it's, look, we've got USFL coming back and the XFL coming back. Um, yeah. Look, I, I need, I need a little, little bit of change here because, look, I don't think the USFL and the XFL are going to be wholly different from the NFL, quite honestly. So I watched, I, I will say, I watched some USFL last year. Um, watching playoff games and stuff, and uh, it it was it was interesting. It wasn't. I think part of the issue with it for me was they were still playing at a neutral site. Mm-hmm. Everybody was playing at the same stadium. There were no fans. It was it was just kind of kind of bland. Um, the football itself, it you, it was noticeably slower, which it's gonna be. It's not the NFL, um, but it was it was interesting and it was it was something to watch. Right. Um, I watched a, a, a couple Philadelphia Stars games, for full disclosure. Um, it, you know, it's not bad. I watched a couple of the Birmingham the Birmingham uh, games because that was, you know, close to here. I guess I don't know it was whatever was on national. I don't know. It was it was different. I enjoyed it, um, you know. But like, I, I'm thinking with uh, my my take on the A uh, Arena Football League is that the uh, USFL XFL are going to be more akin to maybe if uh, you and I talked about this before, but feeder systems, so more more similar to the NFL. Um, you know, it's almost like watching the CFL, which you know, I. I don't know. I, I hope they, I hope they all do well, but you know, it is. I like that. I think that's why I love the first iteration of the XFL so much because it was so different. Yeah, and that's why I love watching Arena Football because it's so different. The you know? the XFL they have they have entered into an agreement with the NFL to be a feeder system, so that's that is definitely happening. Um, which smart business on the part of the Rock, which oh one hundred percent doesn't seem like he he makes bad business decisions if we're being honest no. um but at the same time i just kind of i don't know i i wonder just makes me i i wonder how what the quality of the football is going to be yeah right yeah i know i i completely agree because you're getting i hate to say this but you're getting the leftovers well and that's and that's not to say that it can't be good because if you look at it Look at some of the players that are that are on the that are on the Super Bowl rosters right now, right? So TJ Edwards, linebacker for the Eagles. One of the best linebackers in the league at this point, undrafted free agent. Jordan Malata comes out of rugby in Australia, has never played football before. He's now playing at an all-pro level. Um you know, and I'm sure there's other players that have, go- you know, those are just the two that I can think of off the top of my head without prep on this. Um, there's other players that have that have come into the league as undrafted free agents and stuff like that. Brock, hell, Brock Purdy. Brock there's Purdy was, a, like, this close to not being drafted. The um, There's uh, Eagles, and I think Sirianni actually alluded to this, but the um, Eagles have an Olympic hurdler. In the practice yeah. squad, Devin Allen. Yep. You know, so uh, I had to look up his name because I couldn't remember off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, no, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, they, it's like they um, they pick off these like random, you know, it look they're looking for raw talent is what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you, you, raw talent. It, if you're excelling at one sport, chances are they're going to be able to teach you another one. Yeah. Um, and I think that's exactly what they're doing, and you know, uh, it's working. You know, oh, and let me let me correct. So, I I mentioned Jordan Mulata. He wasn't an undrafted free agent. We drafted him, but he was a late round draft pick that you know the Eagles took a chance on. And that's kind of what this is going to be. It's going to be you know we've we signed team every team signs players to futures contracts, signed players to um, I forget what they call it international development contracts or something like that where they they played other sports. Um, 
uh, like they played other sports across the world and, and the NFL has kind of signed them to, to play um, kind of like the, we're in baseball with the international player pool and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's, there's just all different, all different ways that, that these players come to the NFL and some of them, uh, what's his name? PJ Walker quarterback for, for temple. Mm-hmm goes to the what's the USFL or the AFL and excelled and then earns his way onto the Panthers team. Yeah. Yeah. And then did well did well in as a backup and then didn't do so well when he got the starting nod. But um yeah, you, know. you know but played well enough to be on an NFL roster. Yeah. When he wasn't at first. Greg right. Ward. Greg Ward was a was a quarterback transition to wide receiver. Look at uh, he hate me. Go back that yep. far. Hey, Ron Smart. How many years did Ron Smart get to play in the NFL? Because think about it. Simply because he marketed himself well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was uh, well ahead of his time on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, he he knew it. And then uh, you kind of look at some of the players that came after him um, that almost mimicked what he did. In uh, and I'm looking at you, Chad Ochocinco. Um, <laughs> But seriously, I mean, that's no, exactly are. what they did. They they looked at him, and that's you're exactly right. He looked, looked, played his year in XFL and gets a NFL career out of it. Maybe. You know, so um, all right, let's. Um, and this is going to be tough because we're both diehard Eagles fans, um, but we need to close this up with uh, uh, a little Super Bowl chatter. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling with this one? Just your gut instinct. Gut instinct is we win. I think this is exactly how I'm feeling. And here's and here's how I think it plays out. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying that is oh fuck the Chiefs the Chiefs suck. No, dude, the Chiefs are a good team. They really are. Andy Reid's a great coach. Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, if not the best. Here's the issue. So Pacheco's good running back, Vineland guy. Or Vineland, um, you know, great, great, great up and coming running back. Patrick Mahomes is still playing on a high ankle sprain. Yes, he's had two weeks off. The Eagles' defensive line is better than the Chiefs' offensive line. Mm-hmm. The Eagles' pass rush is going to get to Patrick Mahomes because of his bum wheel. I'm giving it uh, – this is how I think it's going to happen. It's going to be tight in the first half. We may even go into halftime down. After the half, the Eagles pass rush is going to – is going if it hasn't already gotten to him, it's going to kind of get to the point where it's completely disrupting things, and the Eagles are going to take over from there. Unless, yeah. unless it follows my my Tecmo Bowl game. Oh well, yeah, well, yeah. What was your uh, your final on that one? So, um, so that one went. The Eagles scored fourteen points in the first, second, and third quarters, and the Chiefs scored nothing in those quarters. And then in the fourth quarter, they tied seven to seven. So it was forty nine to seven. Um, obviously, I don't think that that's what it's going to be. No, so I, I let the um, I let the computer play one out using the um, the, the Super Nintendo version of, of, of the first Tecmo Super Bowl with updated rosters, and I ended up with a ten to seven uh, Eagles win. Um, mm-hmm. It was an all defense though, and uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson had three interceptions. Oh no! So yeah, it was a, it was crazy. It was it was really really fun to watch. Um, but the um, uh, yeah, no. So my 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 thing is this: I think the offenses. For both teams are very evenly matched, um, and and looking at the numbers, it's 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 really hard to, you know, uh, say otherwise. Uh, defensively, um, the Eagles have the leg up um, than the, uh, on the Chiefs on that one. Yeah, and again, I'm not saying that the Chiefs don't have playmakers. Uh, Chris Jones is um, ridiculous. Um, you you know you have a guy that uh, I think 15 and a half sacks this year. Um, you know, is is very similar to like Hassan and Reddick had 16 sacks. So you've got you've got a good playmaker pass rusher on both sides of the ball that way for both teams. I, I just don't know. Um, 
where the breakpoint is. I, 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 I agree that first half is going to be possibly down by a touchdown, down by 10. I, I don't know. Um, this game is going to be separated by a touchdown or 10. I know that. Right. Um, you know, the Eagles are going to do what they do, though. You know, I, I, I have a really good feeling about this one. Um, you know, I, I don't really, unless something catastrophically bad happens um, with a, you know, not a knock on wood, you know, massive problem, injury, whatever. I don't know. There's just so much talent there. Um, I also have a kind of a thing that I, I firmly believe they're just Eagles just going to run all over them. The and 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 that's my t- I think that's my uh, ultimately my take on this game is that you have this like weird three headed monster and I'm not even counting Jalen Hurts because I still don't think he's going to be running at full speed either. Um, you've got uh, you know with Miles Sanders and Boston Scott and friggin' Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, come on, Gainwell ran up for over 100 yards on the Giants when we blew them out. Um, and he showed a couple of nice spots against the Niners. I think he shows up some nice spots against the Chiefs. And it's going to take him off. It's going to catch him off guard. You know, I, I just I have a good feeling about this one. Yeah, no, I agree. I am I'm cautiously optimistic. I feel like uh, we are going to win it. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what else to say other than go birds. <laughs> <laughs> 